the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, from the rooftop of the Rockies, it's Backbone Radio with Matt Dunn. Welcome. Here it is. What is this? It is February 25th, 2024. Back in studio, live action, Backbone Radio, the soundtrack to your Sunday night. Right here, Salem, Denver, 710 KNUS. Did take last Sunday out. I just felt the need to be skiing all weekend long, all President's weekend long. Hammered away at Breckenridge multiple days in a row with all the little kiddos. And, man, it was groovy. Great snow. Great snow. High altitude. Gun up there to the 13,000 feet marker. You know how you can get up high up there? And we like nothing more than that. And high altitude America first good cheer radio right here for you. And just back from Pueblo, the host spent the weekend in Pueblo at a soccer tournament for one of my little people. Yes, I did go to the mill stop. Some people know the mill stop, the best green chili in the state of Colorado that I've ever found. We did make our way into that restaurant, and that just makes for the best weekend ever, in in addition to the great soccer. But we have it all to cover again. I have to I have to pack in two weeks of material into one humble three hour program, four to seven PM. And maybe just a heads up on what's coming. What's coming in these next three hours? And, of course, your thoughts invited. Do check in. Do send the text to studio if you are able and so inclined. Of course, Donald Trump, easy win in South Carolina. Double-digit victory over neocon Nikki Haley in her home state, who is running just to try to help the Democrats and just to try to help Joe Biden. (laughs) It's so clear. Everybody's getting a little tired of Nikki Haley being around all the money they spent, $76.4 million spent by Nikki Haley in the first three primaries and to lose them massively to the Donald Trump juggernaut. History is on the side of Donald Trump, the man of destiny. And I seem to notice that anything that kind of gets in the way of Trump on the way to 2024, strange things seem to start happening to them, like sort of like Fannie Willis is a good example. What a disaster. (laughs) Fanny Willis, good grief, and go down the list. So we'll we'll just cover a bit of that, where we are in these things. Did you see that Putin, Putin has endorsed Joe Biden twice? He's endorsed Biden twice, two times. Vladimir Putin has endorsed Joe Biden for the presidency, says he wants to see Joe Biden win in 2024. Doesn't that just settle it? I'll tell you. And is the mainstream media going to try to ignore that? Are the Russia, Russia, Russia hoaxers 
going to try to ignore that one. Well, yes, they are. They're going to try to ignore that one with everything they've got. They're going to give that the big-time silent treatment. But just remember that, that Putin has formally two times endorsed Joe Biden, which is all you need to know. Might delve briefly into the Ukraine catastrophe, some commentary from Victoria Newland. The American foreign policy establishment, the architects of this absolutely inane, wasteful, lethal, bloody catastrophe in Ukraine. I have very strong opinions about that whole imbroglio. We've sent hundreds of billions over there while we have our own wide-open border illegals pouring into this country, and our politicians cannot be bothered. They want to put America last, Ukraine first, everywhere else in the world first. Meanwhile, a nursing student in Georgia, young woman, Lakin Hope Riley, killed a couple of days ago by an illegal immigrant from Venezuela. And the newspapers are saying, oh, this is a Georgia man, an Athens, Georgia man. But no, he was an illegal immigrant from Venezuela, came in in 2022, killed a young woman nursing student in Georgia. That's the the consequences of, of a wide open border that is the Biden rhino ruling class policy in this country. Man, what a deal, folks bunch of freaks running the show, a bunch of nasty freaks running this country into the ground. And that's one essay I might do is why we desperately need a new ruling class. There's always going to be a ruling class in any society. been saying that for years. And we need a new one. We got to get the freaks and the morons out of there. And we got to get MAGA in there. MAGA needs to be the new ruling class and, and the new Harvard Harris poll, Trump is up nine over Biden. Looks like we're going to get this. And what stunts are they going to pull? What kind of cheating are they going to pull for 2024? They've got stuff up their sleeves. Make no mistake of that. Javier Malay, the MAGA guy in Argentina, make Argentina great again, met Donald Trump for the first time over the weekend And it was MAGA meets MAGA. Make Argentina great again. Make America great again. And you should have seen the look on Javier Malay's eyes getting the chance to meet Donald Trump, one of his heroes. Oh, yeah. That was great. I've got the audio of it. We'll just listen to that. You know, um, MAGA meets MAGA. MAGA squared. Catherine Herridge, the national security reporter for CBS News, formerly of Fox News, got fired from CBS, and then CBS confiscates her laptop and her information and all of her files. What do you think of that? Another deep state thing. Nasty, nasty people in that deep state. There has been some Spygate news, an issue we have covered for years around here. It's not new stuff. Listeners of Backbone will know all the stuff, but Sam Schellenberger is out there banging away on Spygate, talking about how the CIA was involved in trying to have the CIA set up 26 Trump associates back in 2015-2016 to allow the perception of the Russia hoax to run with the media and get the Mueller investigation going. All a setup, all manufactured stuff coming out again. We all know this around here, but, you know, it's being, being pushed again, of course. 
So we'll cover that business. All right. Um, George Harrison's birthday today. Should we have some happy birthday tributes to George? George Harrison. I, th- I think Blake Man Behind the Glass, who is a spitting image of George Harrison, is going to be interested in that. I, I could be wrong, but let's get that all covered. Um, Trump goes to Sneaker Con. You ever heard of Sneaker Con? Some kind of a huge convention in which they uh, people get together and look at sneakers. <laughs> and Trump came out with this new line of sneakers. And I'll tell you what, to run a great cramp campaign, you have to do this like unexpected, unpredictable stuff. I never heard of Sneaker Con. I like sneakers as much as the next guy. I like sneakers. But I didn't know there was a Sneaker Con. And Trump releases this line of sneakers, and they already sold out. And the crowd at Sneaker Con is out there loving Trump, chanting USA, USA. And I thought that's, you know, what a campaign. The Trump campaign is just hitting on all cylinders all the time. Trump in his town halls, his speeches, his interviews is spot on, ladies and gentlemen, in peak form constantly. Meanwhile, Biden tripping again up the short stairs to Air Force One. (laughs) He just and he's constantly putting foot in mouth. Can't remember where he is, what he's doing, what anybody's name is. He used the he called the name Alexei Navalny, the dissident leader dead in Russia, called his his widow after just being called her by the wrong name, missed missed her name. Whoops. Typical Joe Biden. But that doesn't mean Putin is upset. Putin is still endorsing. Endorsing Joe Biden is Putin. May just remember that one. Like stick that one in your file and keep it there, ladies and gentlemen. And did you see the Google AI stuff? Oh, man. We'll talk a little bit about Google. And I'm kind of excited that Elon Musk is talking about coming out with Xmail and maybe even a new search engine that is run without the censorship and without the waiting and without the, the algorithms and all that. And, uh, and Xmail potentially without censorship and spying on your emails and the rest of it. Oh, yeah. Good things are going on. Some people are standing up to knock on the door to break down the gulag, you know? Matt Don Backbone Radio. Let's have some fun tonight. Be right here. On your radio, smartphone, or smart speaker, News Talk 710, KNUS. Yeah, let's put America first. Let's keep it up. Let's get a bit of this song in here. This would be Greta Van Fleet, the highway tune. Should we open it up? Open it on up. Check on it. You know, I have to say, driving into the studio this afternoon, and you got to keep it up for this, Blake, man. I got behind some dude driving an old Chevy pickup truck. It must have been like 65, 66 Chevy truck. And man, he had that thing restored. Light baby blue color. Sweet looking rig. But my expectation was he was going to be going slow. You know, just kind of puttering along. (laughs) Boy, was I wrong. That dude was hauling. Hauling down the road. 
very impressive. My kind of guy. My kind of, well, within the speed limit, of course. Yes. Strictly within the speed limit, of course. That dude had his ride and he was making it count. At any rate, yeah, welcome back to Backbone Radio. It's great to be back in the saddle here. And I might do a little essay on why are we so restless? Why are humans so restless all the time? Is it something about human nature? Is it something about modern man, modern woman, modern society? Is it something about the world we live in now that's making us more restless than ever before? Or is this nothing new under the sun? And that does tie in to the pursuit of happiness. Which I might offer some thoughts on. I know Dennis Prager does the happiness hour from time to time, and I've I have thoughts on that. Yeah, just take it from me on how to be happy. <laughs> no, don't don't listen to us about that, but we do have fun. Down at the Millstop restaurant, Estela's Millstop in Pueblo, which has some of the greatest green chili you'll ever find. And I've been going there since I was a little kid, which is why I'll just mention. I'll mention a place by name. You got to drop in there and get a little sort of, it's kind of San Luis Valley style, Pueblo style. Between Pueblo and Santa Fe, New Mexico is where the green chili is the best anywhere in the world. And you know what I'm talking about. And if you can find one of the sort of the, you know, the little older grandmothers who know how to make green chili. I know that, does that sound sexist? But it's true, man. It's true. Find the little old grandmothers who know how to make green chili. I mean, you cannot go wrong anywhere from Pueblo to Santa Fe. But on the door, inside the door at the mill stop, when you're walking out, there's this sign they have up, and they've had it up there for many years. A little family runs this restaurant, you know. Um, It says, quote, We take the pursuit of happiness very seriously around here. (laughs) End quote. And I love that. Of course, I had to snap a photo of it, you know. They're like, what, why is he taking a picture of that? And I said, well, if, hey, I'm, I'm kind of into the Declaration of Independence and Thomas Jefferson and happiness and all that. So I got a photo of it and thought I would just share some wisdom on the pursuit of happiness. And do we want to conquer restlessness or do we want to be restless? That will come up forthcoming later on in the program. But we've got, we've got... High IQ, super informed activist listener Brad Lakewood Saddle Pal. Brad, glad you're on board. What are you seeing out there this week? Well, it's bad enough that Haley blew $76 million. Yeah. And somehow her followers seem to think 40% is some great victory, but now it's being reported on Citizens Free Press that uh, the No Labels Party is uh, interested in, in Haley and. Uh, how do you think that would affect the race? Because I think Haley's burned a lot of bridges, and I don't think people are going to pay much attention to her. Right, and that—that's my plan. I mean, she's just in this to try to be a spoiler. Anytime you give attention to Nikki Haley, you're giving attention to Democrat donors, to globalist Rhino RNC donors who truly hate you, Brad. Hate me, host Dunn. Hate the Republican voter. Hate this country. And they want to put America last. Anytime you give any amount of attention to Nikki Haley, you're giving them some small paltry return 
on the $76.4 million they've wasted thus far. And what they did in South Carolina, Brad, and I'm sure you have seen this and know this, they, <coughs> excuse me, they inv- <coughs> invested, it's the green chili, they, they invested in getting Democrats to switch switch over to just go in and vote for Nikki Haley. Say, hey, you can go in and stop Trump, you Democrats, by going in and voting for Nikki Haley. And so they spent millions on that deal. And in Nikki's home state, South Carolina, she still gets clobbered by Donald Trump. You know what I mean. But will she run third party? Uh, I don't know. Um, She probably will. They're going to have to do something. Some people are saying, well, maybe Nikki Haley and Liz Cheney will get together on this great no-labels loser, loser, triple loser ticket and try to harm Trump. And I don't think it ultimately matters that much. It might cost a little money, you know, to have to respond to stuff, and the media will keep amping up everything they say. But uh, what, what's your take, Brad? I, I pretty much agree with you. And this, uh, this latest stunt where they decided to expel George Santos, uh, they wasted $10 million to get the registered Democrat Maisie in there, and they, they gave the Democrat one more seat. I called up the NASA GOP headquarters and explained to them that that was a very bad move, and I told them some of the stuff George Santos was pointing about, about the failed leaders they have in that party, and they, uh, they became extremely agitated and, and hung up on me real quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we wasted $10 million that we could use towards the fall election, and I think uh, another good choice for uh, Haley if she decides to run uh, third party would be that former congressman, Joe Walsh, who was good at one time, but now has completely gone up the deep end. Uh, if you read any of his posts about every... Ten words uh, starts. It's a four-letter word that starts with F. Uh, I've never seen a more deranged individual in all my life than yeah. former, former Congressman Joe Walsh. What happened to that guy? Yeah, well, he, you know, he's getting paid some way or another to try to make some kind of a splash against uh, Donald Trump. And there's a lot of people out there like that. There are some people that they don't have the ability to filter propaganda. They don't understand that the Russia hoax was a hoax and that the impeachments weren't real and all the rest of it, and that the fine people hoax was a hoax. And they actually, you know, believe that stuff, the negative stuff about Trump. And so, you know, they're getting a little strange psychologically, you know. I always say that if you're a a, a left-winger, you know, maybe well-meaning or not, but if if you can't see through the screen on your TV and have no filter for propaganda, you will go crazy, and you will start getting extremely weird. <laughs> And I think that you're seeing that in some of these people. I agree, but they're saying they had to redraw the districts in New York. And from what George Santos is saying, if these districts lines hold, he said he'll be back. Could you see nothing more annoying to the Republican establishment than having George Santos uh, run for office again? And I I personally think the guy would win. Oh, I bet he would win. Um, But, boy, and Brad, you were first to point this Santos situation out where the Republican majority in the House at that time was four. Then they got rid of Santos, right, who's a MAGA guy. They got rid of – then someone else retired, and then I think one other person, something happened, right? Yep. So uh, we're Bill, down to one, if yep, I'm not yep. mistaken. The two would be Kevin McCarthy out of California and yeah. Bill, Johnson, Bill Johnson out of uh, Ohio. And the person you I think you would blame the most for this in a lot of ways would be the Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, because he couldn't hold – the leadership together. He should have pulled all 222 Republicans together and said, 
Santos is a character, but he votes the right way. We need the R. Any of you people vote to expel Santos. You're off, you're off the committee, and I will personally primary you. But uh, well, Santos, and Johnson here comes the yeah. But I, I think the Rhino plan, like Nikki Haley, the Rhino plan is to try to undermine Trump, and then if the Rhinos can undermine the leadership in the House and maybe even get rid of that majority. That would suit them just fine. They want to be in the minority. They want to lose. They're saboteurs in the GOP, Brad, as we know. Listen to podcasts of Backbone Radio with Matt Dunn at 710knus.com. Happy birthday, George Harrison, 1943. Yeah, happy birthday to George Harrison. The Beatle lost him all those years ago. Wasn't it 01, 02? But he was born February 25th, 1943. And there's times where I think of George as my favorite Beatle. So with that, we just throw in a few George songs. What do you think, Blake? Is he your favorite Beatle or your second favorite? Or your third? Or your fourth? I dig him. He's he's up there. He's up there with... Is he in the top four? Uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was the thoughtful one. John Lennon was the creative spark, kind of strange, little off-tune one. George, the thoughtful one, Paul, the bouncy one, and what was Ringo? Temperamental one? He was moody, they say. Ringo was moody. At any rate, we'll be back to some George as the show goes on. 303-696-1971. If you you are so inclined to check in, yeah, back from skiing, back from Pueblo, and we're putting America first. Yes, indeed. And uh, let's see. I had uh, <laughs> the Fannie Willis business. And I, should I say Fawny? Fawny Willis? Good grief. Uh, <clears throat> what a disaster um, of a case. And people, of course, need to understand that Fawny Willis in Georgia and, oh, gosh, what's the other one? Who's the gal in New York? It's going big time after Donald Trump and the 400 million or whatever she's saying and tweeting about. Those people are controlled by the same people behind the Russia hoax and the rest of it. You know, the deep state kind of people. The Norm Norm Eisen seems to be getting a little upset about how badly things are going for Fonnie Willis. But this comes out the other day. And um, thank you, Alexa, for bringing this. I've got some articles on this, but the uh, apparently Trump attorneys have access to Fonnie Willis cell phone data. Not sure how they they got that, but uh, 
the reports on cell phone data basically proving Fonnie Willis and Nathan Wade were involved in a relationship. 12,000 voice and text interactions. 12K. (laughs) Heavy concentrations seven days a week after hours, multiple times. Nathan was at Fonnie's after 10 p.m. and leaving after 3 a.m. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And remember this, that Fonnie uh, testified, and as far as I know, it's under oath, that there was no relationship with Nathan Wade until after she brought him on as the prosecutor and gave him a million bucks and all that. That that came out. Oh, but it looks like, it looks like Fonnie Willis lied under oath. Oh, is that a problem? Is it okay for Fonnie Willis to lie under oath? I mean, can you do that? Uh, well, um, watch them. Watch them just turn the other cheek on this one. Watch. Watch them try to ignore it. But it's so. It's so bad. And where's Fonnie Willis? Just just one clip from the Fonnie Willis disaster. See, all you need to know about all these stunts, these efforts to try to take down Trump, and that's like Nikki Haley is a good example. Every bit as fraudulent as Fonnie Willis and the whole New York thing that you're seeing coming out up there. All of it is nonsense, like the impeachments of Kay. And if you're going to sit around and take this stuff literally or believe it's actually legit, you know, I mean, you can live in that kind of reality if you want to. And it's it's not. But the intelligence of Fonnie Willis here, this is a little snippet from her testimony in court. You also said that he was a world traveler and had been on many of the continents. I've been to six. Have you been on any of those continents with him? Um, Besides this one? Uh, where's Belize? What continent is that? I'm not being funny. I don't know. Uh, let's say with the I've exception been to of... The Belize with him. I've been to the Bahamas with him. I've been with Aruba with him. Don't embarrass me. I'm not sure what continents those are on. Whatever continents those are, that's where I've been. I'm sure if I gave it some thought, I would tell you. But whatever continents those are that I've been to those locations, sir. Yeah, um, and I guess we won't rub it in there. Uh, Fonnie Willis, yeah, she's been to Belize and Aruba with Nathan Wade. Yeah, but uh, don't ask me what continents those are on. Don't ask me. Don't embarrass me on that. She could probably figure it out if she was given some time to look it up. But, you know, anyway. And by the way, in New York, it's Letitia James, the AG of New York, who's doing those posts about how many millions she's trying to get out of Donald Trump. And millions and millions they want to get out of Trump. They're trying to shut down his businesses. They're trying to confiscate his businesses. And anybody who thinks that's legit or anybody who actually thinks that, you know, that's how Biden should be treating his political opposition, it is amazing to me that that Alexei Navalny in Russia, they say he dropped dead in Russia, and he was one of the uh, opposition leaders against Putin in Russia. Dropped dead over there. And the the same people who are all upset about Navalny, oh, Putin's so bad, he probably killed Navalny and all that. Look how he treats his opposition. Those same people then turn around and they're like, oh, wow, let's, let's see Fonnie Willis take down Trump. Oh, yeah. Let's see Letitia James take down Donald Trump. Yes, let's see Judge Engeron. Boy, is that guy a piece of work. Take down Donald Trump. You see, they somehow think it's it's not okay for 
whatever happened in Navalny in Russia to happen, but it's totally okay to do the same stuff here in the United States of America. Trump is Navalny, ladies and gentlemen. Don't you see how third world we have become, how, how autocratic we have become in this country, the way Joe Biden is treating his political opposition? And can't you gather all that up together, how it radiates out of the beltway, everything they're coordinating through their puppets? Letitia James is a puppet. Fonnie Willis is a puppet. Ingeron, the judge who likes to post selfies of himself online without shirts on. Man, is that repulsive. Damn. I mean, these are some weird, sick, strange people out there. And, of course, the thing is, is that people aren't buying it. People just don't go for this. They're sick of it. They think it's stupid. They think it's lame. They don't believe it. But yet they're still trying to do this stuff. And would it occur to your typical leftist out there to say, you know, Trump equals Navalny? Biden treats Trump the way Putin treats Navalny? Would they be broad, broadness? Would they have enough broadness of mind to fathom that category? I mean, is that even possible that they could do that? And as I said, doesn't it make more sense why Putin, Pooty Poot, has endorsed Joe Biden? Putin has endorsed Joe Biden two times. Let's hear it. This is a Fox News translation of it. Putin endorsing Biden. See, that's the thing. Maybe Putin treats Navalny a certain way, and he's like, yeah, look how Biden is treating Treating Trump. Yeah, that's kind of what I did to Navalny. Maybe he likes that stuff. Last night, in off-camera remarks, President Biden says this. We have a crazy SOB, that guy, Putin, and we always have to be worried about a nuclear conflict. But the existential threat to humanity is climate. That was last night in California at a fundraiser. Putin says those remarks are exactly why Russia prefers Biden to be president again. Here's the translation. You asked who would be preferred as future president of the United States. I said that we would work with any president. But I suppose that for us, for Russia, Biden is more preferable. Judging by what he has just said, I was absolutely right. There you go. At least Fox News is pointing that out, ladies and gentlemen. At least they're doing that. And here's, here's another one. The U.S. President Biden has made a rude remark about you again. Rude. Rude, yes. I don't want to quote it, but he is the United States president. He called you a crazy son of a Listen, we talked not long ago, and you asked who would be preferred as future president of the United States. I said that we would work with any president, but I suppose that for us, for Russia, Biden is more preferable. The White House has slammed a similar previous comment from Putin saying the Russian president should stay out of U.S. elections. President. <laughs> oh, stay out of U.S. elections, says Biden to Putin. And Biden again treating Trump the way Putin has treated Navalny. The way, I mean, obviously they're trying to destroy Trump's business, destroy his family, everything they can possibly do. And, you know, you leftists out there, is that what you want in this country? Is that the kind of country you want? Are you so brainwashed? Are you so enamored with the gulag we are living in that you think that's a good thing and a good thing for the future? Well, <clears throat> there might be some that... Uh, if they understood what was going on, they would say, no, that's not good. But because they don't understand, there are some that do think it's okay.
Backbone Radio with Matt Dunn on Denver's local talk leader, News Talk 710 KNUS. The Shins bringing us back. What is that tune called? The New Slang. That's probably my favorite Shins song. And I, if I'm not mistaken, those guys are from Oklahoma. Oklahoma, Oklahoma. Remember Dirty Rotten Scoundrels? And I spent a lot of time in Oklahoma. Got a lot of family in Oklahoma. But somehow that Dirty Rotten Scoundrel Steve Allen... No, no, no. Uh, that little skit wearing the eye patch <laughs> is the funniest. It'll change the way you pronounce Oklahoma. I do have a texter to the studio, highly alert, who is who is kind of watching my pronunciation of imbroglio, and uh, we're debating how you spell imbroglio, and we're having fun with that. Is it E M broglio or is it I M broglio? And I've always said M. Braglio, but I'm getting um, some advice that it should be E.M., like M. Braglio. But at any rate, I that see, that's the kind of detail that we need to keep us on track. Did have an individual who, uh, who checked in about the fifth Beatle, and uh, Pete Best, the fifth Beatle, the drummer from 1960 to 1962. There was a movie about that dude a while back. And another individual on the Beatles, <laughs> Dean, says this, being a late addition to the Fab Fool and married to Barbara Bach, I'd say Ringo was the lucky one. Indeed. So we're trying to describe Ringo. Was, was he the temperamental one? Was he the moody one? But he was the lucky one. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, they got rid of Pete Best and they brought in Ringo. And uh, I guess, wouldn't you say that was pretty lucky? Probably Ringo was just some dude out there. And uh, John George Paul said, hey, you want to join me band? And he was like, well, yeah, okay. And uh, next thing you know, uh, the whole thing comes together back in 64. At any rate, easy, easy win for Trump in South Carolina. Set the record, doubled the record for the most votes any candidate has ever gotten in a South Carolina primary, Republican or Democrat. I was just informed that we got double the number of votes that has ever been received in the great state of South Carolina. So, Double, double. I mean, he's just setting records all the time. Oh, yeah, the media, the ruling class. They, they don't seem to like to point stuff like that out. Now, what is the deal with those silly, silly people? What's the matter with them? Trump does, after his victory, say, hey, the Republican Party is united. Did get millions of more votes a second time. But now there's a spirit that I have never seen. We ran two great races, but there's never been ever. There's never been a spirit like this. And I just want to say that 
I have never seen the Republican Party so unified as it is right now. Never been like this. And a big part of uh, of that is the people standing behind me. There you go. Uh, by the way, Trump pulls up to South Carolina to do his rallies, and he steps out of the limo, I mean, and there's just a huge crowd there waiting for him. He goes into a packed stadium. Nikki Haley's home state, you know, remember that, right? It's the home state. And I am vowing to spend, and I haven't spent much time on Nikki Haley. We all see what that is. She's out there trying to get Democrats to vote for her and make it look like she got a certain percentage of votes, but she didn't meet her goals or anywhere near it in South Carolina. But, uh, yeah, Trump got out of his limo. He shows up there, and this is what that sounded like. Oh, there it is. He'll be here for this. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, the spirit is better than 2020, than 2016 even. This is a destiny moment, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, Trump goes to sneaker con and the crowd, I'll, I'll save sneaker con. We better, we better be saying some hellos to some ladies and gentlemen here. But again, easy victory. Uh, Nikki's just a saboteur deal trying to spend that $76.4 million of globalist America last rhino donor Democrat money trying to get Democrats to vote for her. And somehow, are they having fun with that? I mean, go ahead, go ahead, but we're not going to, you know, waste our time on that. And the, the, those Democrats, of course, would be voting for uh, Biden anyway, mostly, um, except watch a bunch of uh, watch a bunch of the middle and working classes, African-Americans, Hispanics, the rest of it, who might have voted Biden last time saw the disaster he has inflicted on this country, and now they're going to be voting Trump. And that's why Trump's up 9, 10 plus in these new polls coming out. And he's, he's been up in a bunch like that for a while. It's a consistent lead. Dare I say it's about a double-digit lead for Trump over Biden right now? Oh, yeah. I'm digging it. I'm loving it. How about you? we got to save this country. It's not. It's kind of getting serious, right? I mean, we're losing the place. They're destroying the place. Kind of getting tired of it? Let's say hey to Charlene, Little Rock, Arkansas. Oh, wow. Welcome. Well, that was that was fast. Well, okay, well, I, I have two funny takes, and one was uh, Kat heard when he said, I would love to dunk on um, uh, Nikki supporters, but I can't find any Republican supporters for Nikki. And, uh, They're just Democrats, yeah. Like yeah, it was exactly. Just Democrats, yeah. Because no one is acknowledging that they support Nikki anywhere. It's like they're embarrassed to say they support Nikki. Even in Colorado, there's uh, some guy down in uh, El Paso, Jeff Crank, who he was uh, he was uh, he was applauded by Anschutz for supporting Nikki that it was going against the grain. And then all of a sudden, Crank comes out and says, I, "I'm I'm for Trump. I'm I'm not for Nikki," which begs the question: Why are the libertarians? Koch brothers and uh, the Democrats putting so much money into her campaign. And then the other question is, um, uh, uh, Gavin Newsom has said she is uh, she is the perfect uh, foil for Trump. We really appreciate uh, 
her head. Exactly. Gavin Newsom says Nikki Haley is one of the best Democrat surrogates that they have out there, as people know. And by the way, former CIA director or deputy director Mike Morell, who's the guy that organized the uh, Hunter Biden laptop is Russian disinformation campaign. He has given money to Nikki Haley. So it's an op. Nikki Haley is an op. It's a deep state op. And I don't know what benefit they think they're going to get from it exactly, but that's that's what they're doing. Yeah, she is spending their money. That's for sure. So they're throwing uh, good money after bad, which as businessmen, I would think they would cut their losses unless they've got another plan. You know, well, and that's Uh, but here's a bad thought. Um, What if Trump were suddenly not in the race and Nikki is still in the race? What if they well, were like going to make some Robert kind of a move on Trump to get Trump out of the race one way or the other? There could be some very dark yeah. ways that happens. And then, oh, there's Nikki yeah. still there. Still, that wouldn't well, work. Then, but Yeah, I would just personally, I would throw my support behind uh, Jay, uh, Robert Kennedy because he's more of a sovereigntist. Than Nikki is. Nikki is nothing but a warmonger globalist. Well, I mean, don't be fooled by RFK. That's that's another well, op, I, I know, in I my mean, opinion. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't the more I look into that RFK thing, that's 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 like every bit as much of an op as as, as Nikki. But I think that oh, op okay. is hurting Biden more than they thought, which is kind of amusing. Okay. <laughs> well, a funny thing about Lindsey Graham is he said Trump said I keep Lindsey around to uh, help me out with the left. He acknowledged that Lindsay was there to help him with a lift. <laughs> Lindsay is so left. Yeah, it's uh, Lindsay. I guess he's still out there existing. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.